0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 253. Hopefully everything will sound okay. This is the first time I'm recording on my laptop since the Windows 10 update, and so I haven't run Audacity since then, and so the settings might have been changed or altered. I did some quick tests, and it sounds okay, so hopefully everything is back where it should be. Regular listeners might be able to tell that I am super sick and don't sound quite right. So, one reason the podcast will be short this week is because of that. The other reason is because I really don't have a whole lot to say. And since I have been really sick, my brain has just been like bleh and not thinking straight for the past couple of weeks. So I haven't really thought about uh, what to talk about. I did get into the Battleborn Open Beta Weekend. Um, it started pretty much the day that I could have recorded this, so I didn't really have a whole lot of time. But I guess that's okay, because I wasn't really feeling it. I wasn't really that into it. I probably wouldn't have played all that much more if I were to record this a couple days from now and talk about my experience a little bit more. Maybe I will uh, for next time, but I doubt it, because I'm just not that into it. And I have a little bit of I guess ranting slash rambling about my Windows 10 update. And that's it for this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So as I said, I got into the Battleborn Open Beta Weekend. I guess anybody can get in, so it's not a big deal to get in. Uh, hopefully if you were looking at it, you got to get in and take a look at it. Because I think it's really, really important for people to do that before it goes to the full box retail price of 60 bucks, Which is, I'll well, get to that later, but I, I think that's way overpriced for what it is. Like I said, it started pretty much about when I normally record, so I've only got about half an hour in, but I'm just not feeling it. It seems very, very slow for a shooter, and the pacing seems quite a bit closer to a not action-oriented MMO, something more akin to maybe like World of Warcraft instead of something action-y like Elder Scrolls Online, and even that would feel really slow for a shooter. Shooter Shooter-based games tend to be quite a bit quicker. This one just, I don't know, the pacing felt really, really slow. I felt like I was so often just waiting for stuff to happen, or I'd be shooting a guy and just waiting forever for him to die. On the one hand, this might typically make me more interested in the game, uh, especially since Gearbox is going for a more story-based sort of shooter experience than, you know, basing it sort of on the action and the excitement of the shooting. But the fact that it has no loot, the fact that your levels reset each time you go through a mission, you know, it's sort of like a MOBA in that sense. Those really are counter to what I'm looking for in a shooter. So on the one hand, it's a shooter, it's interesting, it's gearbox, they're kind of fun and silly. But on the other hand, there's no loot, there's no levels. So the slow pacing of the shooter just makes it feel that much more awkward to me. One thing that did strike me as really odd was I chose to play the game uh, in story mode. There's a few different modes you could play. And I chose to be just by myself, solo. And then it made me wait like 30 seconds or 45 seconds while it set up the game before it started the game. And I'm like, wait, why am I waiting to queue up for a game When I'm playing by myself. So that struck me as really odd. Why am I queuing up for something that should be instant? I don't know. I don't have a reason for that. I assume it's because it sets up the match uh, in the same manner for a single player as it would for a multiplayer PvP match. So that seems a little odd to me. It's also supposed to be a fully soloable game. But I don't know if it seems like it was really designed that way. At the end of the very first mission, I got to a boss, and I was supposed to be able to beat him on my own, but I didn't see how that was going to be possible. In sort of, I think it was the second phase of his attacks, he goes into this room, and he becomes invulnerable, and then there's three different spots. You're supposed to stand on a spot for like five seconds, and then that, you know triggers a thing, and you do that for each spot. But while you're standing there... All of the minions are able to attack you, the boss can attack you, and the boss is invulnerable. So I don't see how you're supposed to survive. Every time I tried, I would get killed. And you only have a certain number of lives before you fail the mission. So unless there was something I was missing, like the boss turns around so slowly, you could just you know, go behind him or something and then pick that spot, which I did try, but he turned around quick enough to kill me. Unless there was some kind of special condition I was missing. I don't see how you could solo that. So I don't know. Maybe I misheard it. Maybe it is soloable and I missed something. Or maybe it's soloable after I try a dozen times. And get some kind of stuff to boost my character somehow. I don't know. Because there's no permanent gear. There's just sort of like little tweaks. And you can buy stuff. I don't know. Maybe I was supposed to go to one of the stores in that level and buy something, I don't know. But it seemed not really designed to be soldable. seemed more designed for like a group or at least a couple of people. And then, you know, there's the open matching. You can, you can get matched up with random players who are also doing that quest. I tend to not go with other people, I don't know, because, I don't know, it doesn't always go well if you do. So no, I just felt really weird that um, it seemed that hard for somebody who was trying to solo when I'd heard it was solo that would scale up with other people.
1: As I said, I just tried
0: the uh, PvE single-player story mode. I didn't try multiplayer. I didn't try uh, PvP matches. So I don't have a whole lot of experience with it, but from what I saw, I just wasn't really into it. I can see hardcore Gearbox fans really loving it. But I think Gearbox is going to have a hard time pulling in new fans. Or fans who are just like, well, I kind of like those games. Maybe I'll try it. I think they're going to have a hard time pulling in people for that. I think with a full retail box price of 60 bucks, that's going to be a really, really hard sell for them. I think it's going to get picked up very, very slowly and honestly from what i saw i wouldn't be surprised if it was half off within 6 months maybe less part of what makes me think this is that it seems entirely marketed towards the super hardcore gearbox fan base which is fine you know that's how they should target the game but it seems almost like a parody of a game based on the other games they're taking it to such an extreme It's like a game based on a Saturday morning cartoon where it's just, you know, poorly made and all of the really cliche things from the cartoon are in there. And you're like, oh, cool, I'm playing this thing that's based on this other thing I like. It's not like another Gearbox game. It feels like a game based on those games, which I don't know, it feels really awkward. And again, the pacing just didn't feel right. It was way too slow. Maybe it's just because it was the first mission. maybe it'll ramp up pretty quickly, but I don't know. it just felt way, way, way too slow for a shooter, and it felt more like they were all about the presentation and making jokes and being totally a hundred percent gearbox, which you know they should. but again, it felt more like a really slow cartoon or a presentation, not something I was so much taking part in. Because I was doing stuff so slowly, I don't know, I I just don't see it doing all that well from what I saw. Again, I only played about half an hour, so there could be quite a lot of missing. But, you know, in that first half hour, if you're giving somebody a preview of something, you've got to hook them in. You've got to hook them in within five minutes. And I just was not feeling it. I have, like, zero desire to play again. So I think they're going to have a hard time getting enough players in there. But I guess we'll see. I don't remember when it comes out. Uh, I think it comes out in like a month or two. I think it's pretty soon. So I guess we'll see um, when it comes out. So like I said, I am finally up on Windows 10. I've actually been trying to upgrade for, I guess a month now. It took me six attempts, um, pretty much because I didn't want to have to completely wipe the system. Now, for those who don't follow Epic Fail, that's not as big of a deal as it sounds. I have all of my games and my, my personal stuff, the stuff I do for my site and stuff on a separate drive. So I could just remove that uh, until it wiped the system, and then it just wipes the basic hard drive, which pretty much don't use except for the common program stuff, which even, even half of my software I use is, again, on that extra disk. But I don't know. For some reason, every time I tried to update it and I said, keep my settings, keep my files, it would go through and it would get to 86%. It would be like an hour in of an estimated hour and a half to complete. And then it would just get stuck. And, you know, being me, I wanted to be sure it was actually stuck. So I would let it sit there for half an hour, an hour, an hour and a half past that. And it would just stay at 86% and never finish. So I tried that a couple of times. And then I tried that a couple different times. And then I tried looking up the error online. and. There were very, very few posts about people saying I got stuck at 86% or 46% or it was a third percent, but there were pretty much three stopping points that were pretty common. And some people said, oh, try this and try this and try this. So that was, you know, three more attempts trying each of those things independently. And none of them worked. So finally, for the sixth attempt, I said, you know, forget it. I'm, I'm tired of this taking forever, it's already taken you know, five attempts at three or four hours each time, it's just wasting time. So I went ahead and did the wipe everything option, and it worked fine. It actually went in, I think it was about half an hour, forty minutes of the estimated hour and a half, so it went really, really fast. So now I am on Windows 10, everything is cool, everything is happy. Uh, the fonts are a little bit smaller than I'd like. I found a way to change most of that, but some of it's still around, which is disappointing. I guess I can get used to it, but I'm getting older. So, you know, sometimes uh, I want fonts a little bigger. One thing that I am sad about is, I guess it was probably something that I got from Asus or somebody else that has a part in my system, but there was an option to tweak the colors on the monitor Typically, monitors come with what they call cool tones, which is sort of a light blue uh, tint to pretty much everything. It's kind of what you see when you're outdoors, sort of that slightly bluish tint to things. But I prefer the warm tones, uh, which is what you see when you come inside, slightly orangish tint to things. I can't put that back. There's, There's no option for it, so that makes me really sad. One funny thing of note, which I don't think I've ever found anyone else uh, who has this, is that each of my eyes actually has that tint. Uh, I think it's the left one has the slightly cooler tones, and the right one has the slightly warmer tones. And I talked to sort of a professional person about it once. He guessed it was a slightly different uh, tone to my irises. And so there were filtering the light slightly differently. So it's kind of weird. I mean, it's not like alarmingly different. It's just a little bit odd. If I close one eye and I close the other eye and I, you know, go back and forth, I can see that slight difference. It's not anything that affects my vision or anything. Just an odd fact. So I guess the whole point of this uh, was to really get to the point of Windows 10 apparently does not come with DVD software. Uh, Especially Blu-ray software, so now I'm out. My ability to play my movies, which I found a way to get uh, some free stuff that will play uh, DVDs, so that's okay. But most of my collection is Blu-ray, and anytime I would rent stuff, I would always get it on Blu-ray because that's so much better. But I guess uh, at least for the moment, I don't have that option. I'm certainly not going to pay fifty or sixty bucks for software for it, because I don't have that money. I don't even have five or six, which is very sad. And I don't know if I would trust uh, free software from some random unknown source. That seems risky. But it seems odd. I mean, I guess it makes sense, because fewer and fewer new laptops are actually coming with a physical media drive. Even at home, when they have an option for a physical player, often choose to just stream or download stuff and they don't even need a physical player at home, let alone one on their laptop when they're traveling. I think most people who are traveling are just gonna stream or they'll make a digital copy. Because carrying that physical media is just a pain in the butt. So I mean I guess it makes sense on the one hand. Uh Windows devices don't really need uh D V D slash Blu ray players unless, you know, it's being used as a media source for you know, something like Xbox One, which they are now combining uh, the ability to have Xbox One stuff in PC, and future Xbox Ones basically are just going to be a PC uh, that can be upgradable. That's probably still years down the road, though. But the rumors are out there that's going to happen, and they're working on hardware to do that. So I guess uh, it makes sense, but it's kind of annoying, um, I guess I did kind of expect it back when DVD was new. I knew, like 15 years later, the next generation of that would come out. And I was right on track. 15 years later, Blu-ray came out. And I guess it's been uh, at least 15 years since Blu-rays were brand new, so I guess it makes sense that those two are now uh, starting to get phased out. I kind of figured they would last more like 15 to 20 years, because it's high resolution, it's just now, uh, really hitting fully mainstream, and we've got that um, saturation of the market with, you know, everybody has 1080 monitors, or at least uh, 720 for those even uh, behind the times a little bit. I don't know, that was uh, a disappointing surprise for me to lose the ability to have Blu-rays on my laptop, since I can't, (laughs) otherwise watch them. Because I made sure uh, when I got my laptop that it had a Blu-ray player so I could do that. I could get movies to add to my collection and then watch them, you know, once or twice to be sure they work okay. And then put them in storage. But that's not an option, now. But I guess uh, that's okay because I haven't had the money to do that in probably about three years. So I'm pretty behind on my collection. But it struck me as an odd point. I thought I could talk about, to have, something to ramble about.
1: Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. Ha ha ha! The following be are the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thanking Barry M for the donation chairs for donations. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip.
2: Arr. Hip hip. Arr.
1: So that's it for this super sick podcast.
0: I'm gonna sign out pretty quickly because my throat is pretty messed up and stuff, and I do not feel all that great. Things are okay emotionally, but I'm running out of money again, so things are getting very worrisome. And there's bigger costs coming up, so I'm worried about that, as always. So donations would be super super helpful. Oh, uh, Barry M, if you are listening, uh, thanks for the donation. I tried to send an email back to say thanks, but it bounced. So, uh, always be sure when you contact people, if you don't hear back from them, uh, just in general, uh, you know, always check in and I guess it's kind of hard to see if your own email bounces unless you send yourself something. But you know, always be sure you're Email address is uh, current. But I guess that's it for this time. I can't think of anything else to say. So hopefully everybody out there is having a better time than I am. I'm trying to struggle through it still. But hopefully I can find more interesting things to talk about next time, uh, probably in a couple weeks. So that's it for this time. Okay, thanks, bye.
1: At a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2016 by Eric Stryker, A.K.A.
0: Rabbit.